the USL show, also known as The View for Soccer. I gave a very pro wrestling heel turn, I'm sorry you were offended apology. The US military discussing what a Naruto run is for the Area 51 raid. I feel angry. To the USL show brought to you by Roughneck Scarves, your home for every scarf you can possibly imagine. It's just easier to say that, isn't it? And uh, the Beautiful Game Network podcast, who still continues to put this on, um, check those two out roughneckscarves.com, bgn.fm. There is 900,000 podcasts um, on the Beautiful Game Network. And the good news is, none of them fold after one year of existing due to lack of profit. So that always helps. I'm your host. Uh, I'm here. Your favorite podcast, your favorite podcast, or your favorite cheesemongers, favorite cheesemonger, because I know you have one. Let's be honest. And while well, joined by a couple of my soccer friends, uh, Pony's here. Yeah, it's playoff season. I mean, it is playoff back. season. Uh, and it's uh, it's it's a good time to be in the Sacramento area if you're a soccer yeah, there's, fan. I suppose. There's some good developments going on. <laughs> Finally. Overdue. Finally. Good Lord. Uh, speaking of other people that are here finally and are overdue for being here, I don't know. Uh, Ryan, Ryan's here. Playoffs? We talking playoffs today? Oh, good. Yep. Haven't heard that one before. Thank you. <laughs> and also Original here point. is the uh, the shadow uh, of, of Phil Grooms, who uh, unfortunately had some things taken from him out of his car today. And does not have a microphone that works, but he's here. Phil, if you want to um, quote unquote talk, I have air quotes, but I don't have a webcam, so you didn't see those. That's good. Uh, you can just drop a message in the chat, and I'll attempt to read it, or you can shoot me a message on the on the cell phone. Either way, boys, uh, it is in fact playoff season. The games start tomorrow. Imagine that. Um, that's crazy to me. I, these. These seasons go by so fast. We're already here. Um, your three playoff games happening at uh, at various times. Charleston and Ottawa um, at 7 p.m., also kicking off at 7 p.m. These are all Eastern Standard Times, I apologize. North Carolina FC and Birmingham Legion. And out, out in the West Coast, the, um, I don't know, middle time slot, 8.30 p.m., Austin Bold playing Los Dos. And then your nightcap, uh, I like this matchup a lot, Sacramento Republic at the 7 and New Mexico United at the 10. Uh, low seed plays number one, high seed plays number two in both conferences. We'll talk about who that is in a second, but I suppose we shall talk about the play-ins first. Um, we'll go in order of appearance, I suppose. Uh, Ottawa and Charleston, I guess the, the first one, the eight and the nine in the east. Um this should be interesting. Yeah, it'll be a Charleston's trip across the uh, north of the border to play Ottawa in what could potentially be their last game until they drop to League One, but all of that's still unconfirmed. I do think it will be an interesting matchup going forward, though. The, uh, the Fury um, communications staff got a little chippy. A couple hours ago, um, 
they tweeted at 2.34 p.m. Eastern time this afternoon. Tomorrow night is bound to be an entertaining one as hashtag Fury FC will face a very experienced group, but a group who struggled on the road this season and only qualified for the playoffs in their last match. <laughs> um, they are not wrong, but it's a little weird to see that from a team. account. Not that it's anything like, uh, oh, that's bad, but it's just interesting to see it from a team account. Um, wrong. It isn't, no. I mean, uh, Charleston's going to lose this game. The best team they beat on the road all year is Loudon. Themselves. <laughs> um, yeah, do, I mean, do we all have Ottawa on this one? Yeah, I mean, I've picked Ottawa. When Ottawa has split Charleston this year, they opened the season against them at a 1-1 draw down at uh, Charleston, but when they hosted them, in uh, Ottawa in June, it was a three-two victory. I just I don't see Ottawa losing this one, considering that they have basically not lost their last four home games. Yeah, yeah. Give me Ottawa three-one. Uh, I'll say like two to one. I don't think it's necessarily a lot of goals in this one. Um, I think Charleston or. or coming in hot with a little bit of momentum, but there's only so much momentum when you beat a U18 squad um, in the last game of the season to qualify for the playoffs. So, um, and Fury are a tough out at home, like a, like a still a surprisingly tough out at home. Um, so we moved to the Southeast carry FC as they're sometimes called North Carolina FC as everyone else knows them hosting the Birmingham Legion who are happy to be here who are very happy to be here and I don't think we'll be here after after Wednesday night uh, I this is uh, North Carolina FC a they're seventh they did not do that poorly they're playing for Austin to lose more or less in a way and, and trying to give him a nice send-off I think they end up taking this one decently handedly. Um, and I think they're going to match up against Nashville, which is a fine, which is fine. See, I think this is going to be closer than people think it's going to be. I mean, North Carolina is my pick kind of survivor pool. They're my pick as well, but Birmingham actually won the season series on this one. Hmm. And they're one of the three teams who did not lose in North Carolina. They drew, it's still, this is North Carolina's to absolutely lose and butcher. They lost one game all year at home. This is a team who is great at home, horrible on the road, hosting the first round of playoffs. But could Birmingham like get a 0-0 PK win game? Maybe. Well, that's probably what's going to happen. Like right? 1-0 North Carolina wins. If Birmingham does not score early, I think they lose this game. How early is early? <laughs> first. 30 minutes. Okay. I'd be, uh, we're agreeing too much right now. Not that I, I really like, I think it's a little weird that Birmingham, we talked about this, but I, I think it's a little weird that Birmingham's in the playoffs at all with their goal differential. Oh no. They're the second worst scoring team in the entire league. Yeah. Period. So like that's not like, including non-playoff teams. They're the second yeah. worst scoring side. I mean, to use a Pirates of the Caribbean quote in here, Birmingham Legion has to be quite possibly the worst playoff team I've ever heard of. To paraphrase the quote. Oh, I was going to say, I don't think the Pirates of the Caribbean <laughs> talked about soccer playoffs, but that's... To paraphrase I've not part. seen those movies in a while. But, like, I mean, a minus six... the second movie, right? Where they talk <laughs> about the playoffs for a good half hour? 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's that exposition about the USL playoffs <laughs> and the Pirates of the Caribbean. Johnny Depp, a huge quick. USL fan. And still, though, a minus 16 goal differential. You, they've mm. given up, they've only scored 35 goals on the season. And even in recent matches, if you look at their past three games that they've played on the road, it was a 4 0 loss to Hartford, a 3 1 loss to Swope, and a 1 0 loss to Nashville. It may be closer than a lot of people give them credit for, but I don't see Birmingham sticking around too long. I think NCFC will not let a repeat of the season series happen tonight or happen tomorrow night. Out West, I think things are a little bit trickier. Let's talk about the one that people seem to at least have opinions on. Sacramento Republic at the 7th seed playing New Mexico United at the 10. Uh, Given recent news and given that they are coming into Melissa eventually, that's got to be a little bit of a boon and a little bit of momentum for Sacramento Republic, and you want to show well and things like that, and you're at home, and, and that fan base... It's probably hungry for a bit of playoff success. Um, so I think Sacramento take this, but I would not be terribly surprised if New Mexico figure out a way to play uh, the match to determine who loses to Phoenix, eventually. <laughs> In the uh, season series, it was split. Sacramento had a 3-0 win on the uh, road, but New Mexico won the meeting in uh, Sacramento 2-1. Yeah, uh, Sacramento is like the epitome of beats the bad teams and loses to the good teams. Mm, you, know how many road, you know how many home wins they had against playoff teams? One. <laughs> against Austin, they had one home win against nine tries against playoff teams. They're not good since Cohen, their keeper, left to a new club midseason. They have not been a good team. They've been an okay team who has thrived on their early season success. And hosting New Mexico, who is a very good offensive team and a very bad yep. defensive team, I don't trust Sacramento. I think they lose this first round, and it's going to be a frustrating loss, again, for a city who just thrives on frustrating sports teams. <laughs> everything makes sense that they lose, probably in added time, like the 115th minute, they're going to lose 3-2 on some stupid goal that they have a blunder on. But I think New Mexico wins this one. And I mean, I think it's at least 50 50 New Mexico takes this because even though they can't play defense, Sacramento can't play offense. It's just Iwasa and NF Olsen and no one else. Sure, those two guys have combined for almost 30 goals, but when no one else scores, you can't trust just two people to bail you out every single week. New Mexico could at least score. So it's going to be a high scoring game, but be over. But this is, I just see all signs of this being another Sacramento classic. <laughs> Would you uh, classify Sacramento as the perfect uh, Robin Hood team? They take points from the rich to give to the poor. They don't take points from the rich. They lose the rich. <laughs> they take points from the poor and give it to the rich. There it is. It's a reverse Robin Hood. But at least to look at it from a New Mexico standpoint, they have scored a goal in Every game since September 1st, the last time they were shut out was a 2-0 loss to Orange County. Every game since then, they've scored at least one goal in that. However, a big caveat with that, since September 1st, they've only had two games on the road. Do you think there could be a bit of, I don't know, they got too comfortable at home and it may be a bit more jarring to at least now play a, a different road game? Although their uh, last road game was uh, Sunday, October 12th, but previously prior to that, it was Saturday, September 8th. 
I just don't see. I mean, looking at Sacramento, their last home games lost Orange County, draw Galaxy, lost to El Paso. They beat Archivine Tacoma somehow and Colorado Springs somehow. Drew Galaxy, lost to New Mexico. I mean, you have to go back so far to literally their fifth game of the season before they beat a team who made playoffs of the season. That's incredible. That's incredible. Yeah, and New Mexico is bad against good teams. New yeah. Mexico can't play defense. They have four shutouts all year. But I'm betting on Sacramento to just blow this game somehow. Because mm. they like doing that in big spots. To be fair, I'm also picking uh I'm also picking New Mexico in this one. I was just trying to be a more uh, devil's advocate for uh, Republic on this one, but New Mexico has two wins in their last five road games dating back to uh, July 24th. Yeah, let's say give me New Mexico 3-2 in extra time just to make it even more salty. Evan, what's your pick for the game? Uh, <laughs> um. I'll say, if you want to give me one more stat against... For all playoff yeah. teams at yeah. home yeah. against other playoff sides, Sacramento yeah. has the worst record. Oh, great. So it's a team that can't beat playoff teams at all or a team that can't beat playoff teams at home. They won one game against a playoff team all season. Uh-huh. Um, I think New Mexico has less expectations potentially coming into this, uh, in my head at least. They do. Um, and I I could definitely see them pull. This is a very diplomatic answer. I could see them pulling the upset. Um, but I will say New Mexico United win, which is unfortunate in a way. Um, then they become the low seed and they go and lose to Phoenix. So who? What? How? Why does it? It doesn't really matter a whole lot. And I get to go watch that game live. That's that's good. Still on the bright side for New Mexico, regardless of what happens, they've had a very solid first year here at USL. Mm-hmm. I know they kind of trailed off after a very quick start due to numerous actors, open cup play, other attrition, defense of problems like Tony had mentioned. But this is still a very solid first season in the league. Oh, for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean they've done really well. Um, they they play attractive football. They should have been better than tenth. So you just get a better defense next year, and and hope no one regresses offensively. And I think you're I think you're all right. I think you're. I don't want to say top five, but you're not ten. Yeah, they're in that zone where they could improve a little bit. They're good because they had the most draws out of any team in the West this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then your uh, your last playoff game, which is not it's at eight thirty Eastern. The sack rep games at ten thirty. Austin Bolden Los Dos in the match where no one wants to even try to guess. It's okay. We'll we'll do it for you. In the season series, Los Dos took uh, both games. And to close up the year, Austin Bull was unbeaten through three, two draws, a win, and a loss But the, in their final four games. But those final four games are all played on the road. Okay. Say, I'm also pretty sure Austin has her captain suspended through this game and a couple more down the road. 
So if he'll be suspended for if our prediction, if at least my prediction is Trico will be suspended for this game and then the first couple of next season. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that about sounds right. I mean, I mean, I think LA runs, not runs away with, but they're, I think they are the favorite in this game because Austin. Yeah. They can't score. And if LA decides to play, the problem with LA is if, you don't know who they're going to play. Yes. If they play a throwaway team, Austin's going to win this one. But I think if LA plays an average team, they're going to kill Austin. I mean, maybe not like a blowout, but Austin has no offense, and they're down their captain, who is more of an offensive and chance-creating player. That does not bode well for them to move on in the playoffs, yeah. and I think LA takes this game, and because I also have New Mexico advancing, hot take, I also have LA beats... <laughs> Reno in the first and the second. Oh, round. look at you. Okay. Hmm. Um, yeah, I, my thing, and, and I know it's like, oh, it's a two team. So which, which lowest dose are we going to see? Um, LA Galaxy are in the playoffs right now. They play LAFC um, next. I think the, the first team roster for the Galaxy is very much set at this point. I think if anything, you're going to see some fringe first team guys drop down, um, or or some of the guys that they named in their playoff roster or whatever will show up. Um, so I, yeah, this is definitely one where I think LA Galaxy two can can get a win here. Um, I don't know if they're going to beat Reno. I could definitely see a world where that happens. Um, but it's just hard to not feel like the West is everybody playing to lose to Phoenix. I will say, at least to be fair in this matchup, uh, despite the offensive stroke we've mentioned, Austin Bowl have scored a goal in each of their last 14 matches, a streak dating back to July 27th. But however, in those 14 matches, half of them, they've only scored a single goal in. Yeah, and I guess to me looking forward to Reno the next game. I mean, at, at home, <coughs> yeah. Don't at hope Reno's won one of their last six games, and that was against. Okay. Hmm. Interesting, 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 interesting. Um. All right. And then we do we want to go right in the like finals predictions? Is that a thing? I say uh, do the finals. I know uh, tomorrow or Wednesday prior to the games, so I'll at least pub or I'll tweet out like my bracket uh, predictions. But I think doing a finals prediction would be kind of fun. Oh, and right, to, and we should it. we should probably let people in on like our schedule uh, for this week. Pony, you want to do something tomorrow? Yeah, that'd be good. I took. <laughs> We don't know what that is yet or what it looks like, but there it is. Half a day off, we could do something either before or after the games. People. And then I know Thursday, Phil and maybe you early are going to sit down with Mike Watts and do probably a more fleshed out and better playoff preview than this one that's currently happening. So, um, you know, for what it's worth, you'll be seeing us at least twice this week. Not us as in Pony, myself, and Ryan. But you'll be seeing the USL show at least twice this week, if not three times, depending on what Pony does. Uh, but that'll be 
that'll be a Twitter live streaming thing only unless Phil shows up or unless Pony you want to like record that and put it out. But that'd be weird, I think, to put as an episode. So that'll probably just be like a Twittery hangout. Come say hi, thing. Um. Yeah, so look, look forward to that. Mike uh, Watts is always an absolute pleasure to have on. Um, so that'll be fun. Um, and then I, 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 I can't imagine we won't get a, uh, a hello from the league in a, in a bit, maybe. I don't know. I haven't talked to any of those guys in a minute, but they know where we're at if they need us. It's usually where I fall on that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not hard to get a, t- get a hold of, uh, necessarily speaking. It's because I don't have any friends, everybody. Uh, it's, it's, the why, life I it's why we are your soccer acquaintances. It's why you're just my soccer acquaintances. It's true. No, I devoted my life to lower division soccer to make up for a gigantic hole in my life that is the fact that I don't have anybody I can talk to consistently. It's not true. Uh, anyway, yeah, let's screw it. Let's get. Let's do it. Let's Let's figure out who we want in the USL final. Uh, before we played a single playoff match where we don't even know the final matchups. I guess I'll go first, because why not? Uh, I, in fact, in my bracket that I made, have Phoenix and Nashville. Well, I wish I could be contrarian, because I have uh, Phoenix <laughs> and Nashville as well. Who do, you, who do you have Nashville beating in the East? Louisville. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. In the West, uh, Phoenix beating Reno. I have Phoenix beating Fresno. Yeah, I have Phoenix beats uh, Pittsburgh one nil in the final. Fun. Okay, I have. I have. Uh, I guess this is blowing up my spot, but I have Nashville beating Tampa Bay in the Eastern Conference final. Is that blowing up anything? I mean, well, well it's blowing it's up the. It it's blowing up the only picking the final bit. But I figured since we all generally agree. But the East goes straight chalk every year. Uh, yeah, but I'm allowed to pick. I, I have it going straight chalk, except for I have Tampa over Louisville. I have Nashville beating Indy. I have I have Pittsburgh beating or losing to Tampa. I have Nashville beating Tampa Bay. I said Tampa making a run is actually a decent call for if you're going to pick a lower seeded team. Yeah, and I mean they're not even that lower seat of a team, and and I, I, I haven't been like super impressed with Louisville this year. I know that's like a weird, you know, compared to what they did last year, that's a weird thing to say. But like, if there's any upset that I think that's going to happen, you could maybe convince me Indy beat Nashville. I'm sure no mean soccer uh, would be able to do that but i think just from the eye test i think tampa's got a chance over louisville as i think indy's done at the moment they go on the road i think mm. playoff teams he lost six of nine games that's it to me indy indy advances until they play a road game and then they're eliminated I will say for the Western Conference, and since USL split in conferences in 2015, each of the last four years, the number one seed has still yet to make the final. You've had the LA Galaxy five seed. Yeah. Uh, Swope did it a couple of times from the four, and then Phoenix last year did it from the three seed. Yeah. But still to win the championship, I don't think anyone's done it from worse than the two seed since the split. So you have to pick one or two yeah. seed. 
Although I was going to decide if you're going to pick a, a lower t- or a lower seated team who basically decide who has to open their year on the road to make a decent run. I think El Paso could be a sneaky good pick. Yeah. Especially if they get the uh, pony mashup of going through of playing low stos in that eventual West semi. I have Orange County. Uh, I don't really I, I think El Paso gets killed by Fresno first round. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I picked an upset on that one. Just I couldn't have my top four in each conference. I think I think Fresno are super dangerous only because those guys are like, well, depending on what you're subscribing to, those guys are literally playing for contracts. I mean, to me, I'm like just for picking against El Paso on the road, they've beat yeah. Sacramento and then the next best team is Vegas. That's not a good second best win. Not, no, yeah, no. Um, what? Do we plug the survivor pool? Yeah, go for it, bud. Yeah, I know. I've talked about. It. I think Phil's retweeted it. It's basically a you get one pick each round, starting from play in to the final eight in each conference, all the way through the finals. You pick one team. If they advance, doesn't matter if it's on regular time, extra time, penalties, you survive. This is something that people do in NFL picks a lot more, but we're going to bring this to USL. The catch is you can never pick the same team more than one time ever. That means technically you could reach the finals and have no legal pick where you lose straight out. So it's kind of a hedge your bets. Pick the team who you think is going to advance, but not going to win at all. I think, like I said, I've tweeted it. Phil's tweeted it. I've sure tweeted before the first game kicks off, and we're good. Yeah. Um. What was I going to say? Oh, um. Yeah, that'll. That's a fun. Don't. Yeah, that's the fun thing. Do it, see, see how wrong you are. Uh, are we all picking right now? I think some of us already made it public, but we may as well just put it on the pod because why not prove us wrong? Yeah, we have one. Uh, I will take. I'll take Indy. They're not playing in the play-in round. You're right. Can I do it anyway? I'm going to skip the play-in round and just take Indy. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Uh, yeah, I'll take Lostos. North Carolina. Yeah, I'm taking North Carolina, but I almost took Lostos. I just, not that I think I'm going to need North Carolina, but, you know, if we're doing the pick teams that you think are going to win, but not necessarily win the whole thing right off the bat because you're smart, then let's, let's either, you know, crash out and burn right away or, or not. So it's less dose. Just a big strategy with this one is pick the team you think will lose the next round. Basically. Yeah. Yep. I think North Carolina is a good safe pick. Team who doesn't lose at home, team who can't win on the road. Why not? <laughs> yeah. Although they won't have to do any of those things. Although if they end up dropping to Birmingham, that's going to be majority of the survivor pool out after the first game. 
It's the most popular pick so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think I think we're I think we're through it. These will be kind of shorter episodes, I imagine, only because we don't have to talk about the entirety of a league, but just the teams that are still playing in it, uh, which is a nice change. A um, couple things that you should be aware of or privy to. Uh, one, again, follow us at the USL Show on Twitter. Um, Patreon at the USL Show. Give us uh, any financial support that you see fit. That would be appreciated. We're really going to hit that hard in the offseason. Uh, another thing I want to do is probably try to figure out a time to do a watch along for one of these games. I don't know when or how or what yet, but, you know, the final maybe. We'll figure that part out too. Well, you know, when that comes to fruition. Um, other than that, you'll be seeing from us a, a fair bit, I think, more um, definitely more frequently. Uh as far as the main podcast feeds go, Spotify, iTunes, uh, Stitcher, all that fun stuff, we're all there. Um, if you want to tell us how wrong we are, our DMs are open, and you can obviously just say that we're wrong and that you don't like us anymore, and that's that's fine by us. Uh, for Pony, for Ryan, for myself, for Phil, thanks for a wonderful regular season. It's still really bizarre that we get to do this every week or thereabout, and people listen and pay attention and care, um, and that we can you know talk to the league as a whole and they don't laugh at us to our faces at least which is nice uh maybe behind our backs but that's you know i'm used to it uh until then feel free to tweet us your, your predictions or not or what have you um and uh you know our one rule here just just don't be a dick and we'll talk to you guys after all those playoff rounds